Hi, I'm Pamela Carvel, and this is the Pampas podcast. And the topic of this one is top tips for working from home. Uh, thanks to the spread of the Omicron virus, millions of people in the UK have this week been asked to return to working from home. So I thought it worth sharing in this podcast my, my thoughts on that, because firstly, I've worked from home very well, efficiently, I think, for many years. Um, but also some of my tips are based on established NLP principles, NLP standing for Neuro Linguistic Programming, which I've been a master practitioner of for oh, well over 10 years. So, okay, first of all, what are the, the, the 10 tips? And then I'll talk through each one in a little more detail. So tip number one is to wake up and get up at your usual time as if it was a work day and you were going to, to your place of work. Tip number two, have a clearly defined and properly equipped workspace. Number three, set yourself objectives each day and stick to a schedule very much as you, you would stick to a schedule if you were at work surrounded by other people. Tip number four, take a break at least once per hour and ensure that it includes moving about. And I'll explain why that is so important later. Number five, take a proper lunch break. Tip number six, incorporate exercise into your daily schedule. Tip number seven, dress smartly. Whatever smartly means is relevant to what you do. But very importantly, keep yourself well groomed. Tip number eight, communicate with others by either some form of video call at least once a day or potentially by, by meeting people. Uh, tip number nine, accept the fact that you can actually enjoy working from home. I think as many people have found in the past 18 months, um, some people actually prefer working from home to, to, you know, the stress, hassle and time that it takes to, to commute. Some don't feel quite the same, but, you know, you are allowed to actually enjoy the fact that you're sitting working at home and don't need to commute. And then final tip number 10 is to obviously be grateful that thanks to the nature of your work, you can actually work from home because a lot of people don't have a have a choice. The nature of their work means that they can never work from home and they do have to commute every day regardless. So that in summary are the, the, the top 10 tips for working from home. So talking through those in a little more detail. Waking up and getting up at your usual time is, is very important because your brain is programmed to think along the lines of it's a work day, I wake up at 6am, or it's the weekend, I don't need to wake up till 9am. So don't break that habit because anything that sends your brain mixed messages is going to make the situation even more challenging for you. So you may not need to do that 45 minute commute anymore, but you can use that time far more positively by then allowing yourself to take more frequent breaks during the day or to spend time cooking some healthier meals for yourself and preparing some fresh fruit or fresh vegetables, um, or going for a run, popping to the gym, whatever. Um, but for your brain to be in work mode, do still get up at the same time that you would if you were going to your place of work. So the second tip about having a clearly defined and properly equipped workspace. We know that even if you're sitting at ergonomically designed desks and chairs, you can still end up either with back strain, neck strain, eye strain. Um, you know, and, and unfortunately, a lot of us at home, we're perching on a, a, a kitchen stool um, and we're not sitting at a desk. We're sitting at a kitchen table. So. Really, now is the time 
if you haven't done it already, to invest in a good quality office chair that supports your your back your neck as it needs supporting to make sure that you have a desk that you can position whatever device you're working on at the correct height and that you have great lighting right those are in the interests of your long-term well-being also it's important to create that that space that's designated as your workspace because if you have have other family members in the house they need to understand and respect the fact that when you are sitting in that space, you are technically at, at work. So it sends out a very powerful message to others and to your own brain that you are actually at work. So next tip is about setting yourself objectives each day and sticking to a schedule. Because one of the biggest temptations, I guess, when you're working from home is to really not worry about what time of day it is and... And not putting a structure to it because you don't have to. If you're in an environment with other people, some structure is determined by meetings you need to go to, other people popping, you know, to ask your opinion on something, walking to the kitchen to make yourself some coffee. So it's very easy to just drift along when you're working from home. And that, again, can help you lose some of your motivation. So use some of the time that you're saving by not commuting to plan your objectives and to establish a schedule for yourself for the day and start each week with a weekly plan. Because deep down, we all love or most of us love structure. But very importantly, we love that sense of achievement at the end of the day. And a vital part of that plan is to include lunch breaks and snack breaks um, and also what time you're going to finish work, which, again, is vitally important if you share your house with, with other people so they know at what time they can get onto the laptop or they can sit and do some work or they can have your attention for something else. So that, that planning and determining a schedule achieves many different things. Now, next tip is take a break at least once an hour. If you're in a work environment, you are typically getting up to go and talk to others. So there's, there are natural distractions that happen during the day. Um, and so Sitting at home, it's tempting to just sit there from, you know, 8.30 in the morning until you decide it's time for some lunch. That's not good for your circulation and they've shown that it's not good for your health. It, it's in the interest of your physical health and mental health to get up and physically move once an hour. There's also benefits to taking your eyes off your computer screen. So, you know, many of us have Fitbits that you can set to vibrate once an hour to remind you to get up and move. Similarly, you know, you may be somebody that goes and makes a cup of coffee or a cup of tea once an hour or gets a chill drink out of the fridge. Use that time to not just stand up and walk, but perhaps do a few jumping jacks or quickly turn the radio on, have a little. I'm a fan of dancing around to the radio when I make myself a cup of tea. But it is important to take hourly breaks and to move around during that break. Which brings me to the next tip, which is to take a proper lunch break. Again, a temptation when you're working from home is to become a compulsive snacker because the snacks are there. And studies have shown that in the UK, we're very bad at taking proper lunch breaks. You know, in, in many countries such as France, they wouldn't dream of eating at their desk. Um, whereas we've become a nation who snack at their desks. And if you're working from home, the risk is that you basically snack throughout the whole day at your desk, which is, again, not good for the old the old calorie count. And typically people don't snack on the most healthier foods. So... It's good for you to take an hour's break, to eat healthily, which you have time to do within that hour, to have some exercise, to get some fresh air, to have a change of scenery. 
you know, to pop and see somebody, to walk the dog or what have you. And you'll be surprised, no matter how busy you are, if you take that break. Again, the study that studies that show that you will be far more productive in the afternoon after that break. Next tip is to incorporate exercise into your daily routine. Um, obviously, a lot of people just by commuting can clock up 10,000 steps, racing to the station, you know, walking through the, the underground or through the city centre or wherever. Um, and obviously, when you're working from home, it's getting up and go from bed to spare bedroom typically and, and doing a handful of steps. So you need to work harder to achieve that exercise if you're working from home. You know, if you have something like a Fitbit or a, a, an Apple phone or Apple Watch, you know, try and aim certainly for over 5,000 steps a day. If not, some days, you know, work harder to achieve that, that 10,000. So incorporate exercise into that schedule. You're saving time on traveling to and from work. So use that extra time, not just to prepare healthy food, but also to incorporate exercise into that routine. Next tip is about how you dress and how well groomed you are. I know there were a lot of us in the first lockdown that basically, you know, didn't wash our hair, didn't put makeup on and lived in a tracksuit all week. Well, from an NLP perspective, that's not a very good thing to do because, again, your brain receives subconscious messages that if I'm dressed in a certain way, I mean business and I am a business professional. I, personally, I'm a great believer in dress smart, think smart and you know, most certainly, obviously, we all have different dress codes nowadays. So for some people, you know, jeans and a T-shirt is their work dress style. Um, but don't sort of downgrade that to the tracksuit and slippers. So dress as is appropriate for your profession, but so that you send the messages to your brain that you are sitting down and doing some serious work. Now, what you may want to do is is have your working from home style, which then is different to what you will wear at the weekend or that you will typically wear in the evenings. Again, it's about sending those powerful messages to your brain that this I'm dressed like this because I'm about to sit in my home office and work. Also, don't forget, you know, with the video calls, you don't want to be caught dressed inappropriately. Next tip is you do need some human contact. Again, if you're working from home, at least at the moment, we're not in a full lockdown, so you can still go to the gym, pop to a cafe, whatever. So for as long as we still have those, there's a, a chance to, to socialise with others. But it can still feel very isolating being at home if you're working you know, un under pressure so that you feel you need to sit down at 8.30 and keep working till 6.30 in the evening. So do make an effort, whether it's some sort of video call during the day. Again, think of those in your team, for example, who live alone. Right. Because if you're finding it isolating and you perhaps have other people in your household, just think how people who live alone are feeling when they have to work from home. So you know, make a conscious effort to hook up with those people, whether they are friends or their work colleagues or team members to to maintain that personal contact with others. Ninth tip is, as I said, accept that you're allowed to enjoy working from home. Yes, it is very different to just, you know, potentially catching up on your emails or doing the odd hour of uh, on a Sunday morning. Um, and we don't like change. So those of you who are being forced to suddenly go back to working from home when you've embraced being back in the office may find this tough. Uh, some of you will be relishing the fact that and you hated going back to the office. We're all different, obviously. I think the key thing is for as long as you have to work from home, 
enjoy working from home. Be be grateful for the positives. Which brings me to my final tip, which is to be grateful for the fact that you can work from home. Feeling gratitude is proven to have a positive impact on mental health. And in these very tough, uncertain times, we all need every boost that we can give to our own mental health. So be grateful for the fact that you can when many, many can't. Many don't have that choice. And the fact that if you're working from home, you're still earning an income. So be grateful and embrace it. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. As I say, my name is Pamela Carvel. This is the Pampers podcast. If you have liked it, please subscribe or leave a review or share it with others. I do also have a written blog and the address of that is happyhypno.wordpress.com. That's H-A-P-P-Y-H-Y-P-N-O dot wordpress.com. And obviously I appreciate any constructive comments. Thank you.